Jesus hid himself. This is the reason why we cover images of Christ and the saints and angels this Sunday. It begins the Passion Tide, this immediate period before the great Paschal mystery of Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection. And <clears throat> Jesus Christ tells us that he is the true light, which enlightens every man that comes into the world. He enlightens all, it is true, but he cannot enlighten those who voluntarily shut their eyes to the light. And from these, the Savior hides himself. St. Alphonsus Lurie had a great homily on this. I'll be quoting from it in my homily. I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, today I'll speak of the great danger of tepidity. The danger it brings the soul, makes a person less liberal, or makes God less liberal in bestowing his graces upon us who need his graces. And we must define what we're talking about here. What is a tepid soul? Well, a tepid soul is, is not one who lives in enmity with God. Think of the great sinners, okay, who, who really reject God. No. Um, nor does the tepid soul refer to one who sometimes commits venial sins through mere frailty on account of original sin and concupiscence, which we're all burdened with. Unless God gives someone an extra special grace, no one is able to avoid all venial sins, especially during our whole lives. The Blessed Virgin Mary was able to do so, but really no one else, maybe St. Joseph as well. And this is why St. John in his first epistle says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But God permits defects of this kind, even in saints, okay, to sometimes fall into venial sin in order to humble us, to make us feel that in spite of all of our good and the promises we make to God, that if we were not supported by God's hand, we would fall into even greater sin. And when we have committed these light faults, venial sins as we call them, we must not become too <coughs> distressed or disturbed because that would be a sign of pride, okay? that I'm, I'm too holy to commit even a venial sin. Now we must humble ourselves, acknowledging our own weakness and really be careful to commend ourselves to God and implore Him to preserve us, to keep us from more serious sins. So, how are we to understand what a tepid soul is? Well, a tepid soul is one that frequently falls into deliberate venial sins, deliberate lies, deliberate, deliberate acts of impatience, um, hatred or dislike of neighbor, whatever. St. Teresa of Avila used to say that one venial sin does more harm than all the devils in hell. 
We know sin isn't something to be taken lightly. Now, deliberate and habitual venial sins deprive us of strength to resist temptations. They weaken us over time. They also deprive us of the special helps without which we fall into more serious sins. It's certain that by ourselves we do not have sufficient strength to resist the temptations of the devil, of the flesh, of the world. The world, the flesh, of the devil is what St. John refers to in his first epistle. These are things that lead us into temptation. It is God, his grace, which assists us. And I'll quote the epistle to the Philippians. St. Paul says, it is God who of his good pleasure works in you both the will and the performance. Yes, we need God's grace to, to preserve us from falling into any sin. In any good we do, we need God's grace. And we need his grace especially to prevent the enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil from overcoming us and conquering us. And this is why Jesus Christ teaches us to pray, lead us not into temptation. He teaches us to pray to God that he may deliver us from the temptations to which we would yield and thus lose grace if, if God's grace weren't helping us to avoid those. And venial sins, when they are deliberate, when they are habitual, they deprive us of the special helps from God, which are necessary to be preserved in a state of grace. We're depriving ourselves of these, opening ourselves up to falling into more grievous sins. That's why St. Augustine says that habitual faults, when committed without any effort of amending our lives, okay, render the soul so disgusting to God that he deprives the soul of his embraces. And the soul then, not finding that nourishment, that help, that consolation that it needs, okay, really ceases to pray as one should, receive Holy Communion, uh, neglects these things, and then is in great danger of being lost. This danger is still greater for those who commit many human sins through attachment to some passion, such as pride or ambition, whatever. And some will say, well, venial sins, you know, however great they may be, they do not deprive my soul of the grace of God, the state of grace. That is true. And some may say, well, even though I commit them, I'll be saved because it's enough to obtain eternal life as long as I stay away from mortal sins. Well, this is a mistaken way of viewing venial sins. I'll quote St. Bernard here, who says, no one suddenly falls from the state of grace into the abyss of wickedness, okay? becomes a hardened sinner. Uh, no, um, they begin by committing light faults, committing venial sins, and when the devil cannot gain much from us, in other words, encouraging us to fall in a serious way, a mortal sin, he begins, and he's content with doing just a little at a time, trifling victories, you may call them, uh, because then he will make a great conquest, have us fall into a serious sin. Now, addressing a person 
in the state of timidity, okay, our Lord says, I'm quoting here from the Apocalypse, chapter 3, verses 15 to 16, I would rather that thou wert cold or hot, but because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Well, I would rather you be cold, that is, our Lord is saying to us, it would be better for us to be deprived of God's grace because there should be then greater hope of amendment if someone was out of God's grace. But because someone lives in tepidity without any desire for improvement, um, they are, as it were, hardened in that state of tepidity and as a result are in great danger of losing that state of grace that they are presuming to be able to maintain by voluntarily, deliberately committing people sins. Jesus says, if you do this, I will vomit you out of my mouth. So what's the remedy here? The amendment of a tepid soul is difficult. It's not easy, but there are remedies. First of all, and I'll quote here from, from St. Alphonsus, the tepid soul must sincerely desire to be delivered from a state which it finds itself in such a miserable state and dangerous state. Okay? That desire is what we need. Without that desire, um, the soul will not take the proper means to extricate itself from, from habitual and deliberate venial sins. Secondly, tepid souls must resolve to remove the occasions of their faults. Otherwise, it's likely to result in the same relapses. So those occasions of sin, the world, the flesh, and the devil, and go on with a laundry list of those. And thirdly, says St. Alphonsus, they must earnestly beg of the Lord to raise them from such a wretched state. Pray. By our own strength, we can do nothing. But we can do all things with the assistance of God, who hears our prayers. Jesus says, ask and it shall be given to thee, Seek and ye shall find, knock and the door shall be opened to you. We must pray and continue to pray without interruption. If we cease to pray, we shall be defeated. But if we persevere in prayer, we shall conquer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.